0: Hey everyone, future or present Ryan here, Uh, just editing the podcast now and realizing that there are some audio problems on this episode, so I apologize for that, I believe I know what the cause of the problem was and it shouldn't be a problem in the future, but uh, please bear with us, there are some clicks and pops that I will do my best to minimize in this editing process, but uh, they are... Uh, it's not up to our usual snuff, uh, but uh, hey, happy fortieth episode to us! Yay! Uh, f- hopefully, it comes out still listenable, and I swear next one will be much cleaner. Uh, here's the episode. ToplessRobot.com
1: presents.
2: Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's going everybody? Uh, Welcome to episode 40 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan.
3: I am Brooks. Dan. Tyler.
0: And uh, I honestly have no idea what happened this week because I have been playing Bloodstained. And basically, only been playing Bloodstained.
3: Well, to inform you, it has in fact been a week.
0: Has it, it been, has a week? been a
1: week? It's
3: been
0: a week. It's been the 40th week. Been, it, the 40th it has week. been the 40th week. Good what's, lord! What's
4: the uh, like? You know, there's the different kind of gifts that you get for certain anniversaries. Like what gift? You, well, <laughs> I don't think
0: is there's it just a, a poop emoji. I don't think there's a podcast 40
2: there's, uh, oh, episode.
4: There's uh, not. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well, maybe wait for 50.
3: Tyler. The, oh, okay. <laughs> the one year gift traditionally is theme is paper. Okay, okay, so uh, next. I used to know these things because, of course, I did. <laughs> uh, I think it was like so paper, we have to wood, get e- stone, glass. So we're going to have to get money. each other
4: like a one year anniversary paper again. <laughs> yes, uh,
0: uh, just paper craft. Uh, I'm just,
3: of course, getting you the
0: traditional print- piece just, of printer paper. I'll just give you guys all pink slips.
4: Oh. <laughs> and- Ha, ha! And the
0: Tapas Robot Podcast will be over after a year. I'll fire everyone. The first year's—that's <laughs> how you end
4: it. It's like, oh, and by the way, since it's our one-year anniversary, uh, I wanted to get you something special. Here you go. Bye, everybody. We're just like, why? The
2: footage is going to kick in for the uh, the first anniversary podcast episode. And it's going to be a paper news from the ceiling, and then when the lights kick on. It's just me slowly spinning in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's dark. <laughs> um one thing I do know
0: happened this week is uh a large amount of christians
1: oh, yeah, started yeah. a petition uh, to
0: netflix yeah.
4: netflix if you don't cancel good omens to cancel
0: amazon's series of good omens and
4: amazon replied
0: they were uh corrected and acknowledged their uh in you know that they were incorrect uh, and uh, redirected the petition, still completely not addressing the fact that it's a mini series and it's over,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: it it can't be canceled it's a
0: six episode miniseries
1: it's
4: a a six episode miniseries (laughs) that neil gaiman didn't want to make in the first place no he said that
0: he'd be down to even write a sequel to it and and do another
4: he originally he did not want to do an adaptation the only reason that he did the adaptation was because uh no it was uh terry pratchett yeah terry pratchett's uh last wish was for him to run the? Oh, really? R- to for him to make the make the uh, adaptation himself. I had so, not heard that. I mean, it might have happened in some other form in terms of where he had been a consultant or something. But the fact, like Terry Pratchett, actually asked him him to do the to to do the uh, adaptation himself. So mm.
3: more like Terry Ratchet, am I right? <laughs> oh, boo! Uh,
4: boo! But it's my.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things where. Uh, the Christian Right uh, will defend their ability to not uh, uh, make cakes for gay people, but they will immediately turn into little snowflakes when anything talks about their religion. Or uh, and it's Good Omens isn't even offensive to you know uh, the religion at all. It's just telling a story, a, a, a satirical story within the mythology. Like if,
3: if people can be cool with It's a Wonderful Life and having a bumbling angel you know, helping a, helping a dude out, I don't really see the difference. Yeah. I mean, if I, you know, if I was, uh, who I was like 10 years ago, as far as like being that kind of Christian, I just wouldn't watch it. Like, I mean, and I've always been like that, like, and my folks too. It's just like, oh, well there's a thing that's got stuff that we don't like. Well, just don't watch it. Like
4: play, playing devil's advocate, not in the, uh, stop being <laughs> (laughs) Still stop being uh, Snowflakes about it but like in terms of I can see why people why they would Maybe find it uh, Offensive is you know Just like the idea that the angels might not be as Good as we as as The mythology makes them out to be and that The uh, devil could be a good guy I can see I can see why they would be Like that's that's against what our Religion says right not saying that They should still be but when you
0: look at The lore Uh satan is a fallen angel so there has to be goodness in him
4: true
3: that's very true
0: you know like that's just that
4: that
3: is very true yeah well and like i don't know i've always found angels in their stereotypical sense you know perfect beings of light well blah, would be kind of boring you know uh even as a christian i was like man like i'm really glad i'm not one of those guys yeah it's like you know, it's just boring because it's like
2: being an automaton.
3: Yeah, it's just like I worship the Lord. Beep, beep, beep. Also,
0: what I love about this is they're completely ignoring, like that Netflix has a very popular series called Lucifer, where Lucifer Morningstar himself is helping the police solve crimes,
4: and it's actually really it is really good. good. I love it, but
0: like. <laughs> You want to like if their issue with Good Omens is that it paints you know devils in a positive light. <laughs> Here Lucifer. Here we go. <laughs> you want to start a new petition against Netflix, Lucifer. <laughs> in other words,
2: stop being stupid. Yeah.
4: My my favorite part of that whole story though was Amazon's reply. Uh, we'll cancel or was it was it Amazon? We'll cancel uh, Stranger Things. Stranger yeah. Things. If you cancel Good Omens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was fantastic.
3: <laughs> The, the, the whole that whole thing like and speaking as someone that was pretty deep into Christianity goes like that the mass of uh, you know we assume this about this because we don't know anything about it. It just this is what it looks like you know has always bothered me even when I was super hard into that just this like it's like a hallmark of of someone who's unintelligent. To me is like someone that just goes with a, yeah, you know, take it down. It's got the devil in it. But they don't even understand the context. They don't understand anything at all about it. And that the fact that they care so much about what someone else is doing that isn't them. That they have to go and ruin it for everyone else.
4: Well, this has been the problem with religion throughout history. And yeah. Galileo. And- so, 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 don't
3: you miss
2: the time though, where religious philosophers actually tried to be the intelligent people in society, right? Instead of being the ones that go like, "Nope, no questioning anything." You don't like. We to need question. another Kierkegaard.
3: No like,
2: <laughs> f- for a time, it was about. Asking philosophical
3: questions. Yeah, you're supposed to ask questions and
2: figuring out what I, all of that shit meant. I, I,
3: I asked enough questions to uh, to ask my way out of it. But...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's
0: why the that's... tonal shift of religion. They're like, look, we're bleeding.
3: Yeah,
2: we're
0: we're bleeding members because we're telling them to think. <laughs> all right, no more thinking. <laughs>
2: all those
4: weekly teeth, we're losing. We're losing out on them. <laughs> we don't have the money coming across in the the donation pan or whatever. Yeah, thinking is bad.
3: Coffee and and donuts in the morning is great though.
4: (laughs) Not if you're you're Mormon. What coffee?
3: The coffee. Oh yeah, coffee
4: Mormon coffee. Coffee bad. Coffee bad if you're Mormon. Mm.
3: That was something I've always thought was pretty dumb. (laughs) It's coffee,
2: man. (laughs) Caffeine is the devil's
0: water. It's a drug.
3: You know
4: it is is better with the perfect drug. The perfect drug? The perfect drug. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know my, You can fight me on well, that. That's life, true. Life Caffe- is yeah, a perfect I run drug. on caffeine, just uh, like American runs on Dunkin'.
2: Sorry. Oh, We're not sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and God. we never will be, no,
0: even given the opportunity. Place. I
3: used to work there. Fuck It's it.
0: not time to make the donuts. It's time to close up shop. <laughs> I am not a Dunkin' fan. I'm uh, not either. Aggressive. Though I am dying to try the new Krispy Kreme uh oh, filling throughout the the whole like they do a uh, crispy mm. cream donut where it's a glazed donut and it's filled with either vanilla Ooh. cream or chocolate cream i not into it no no i don't like you filled, don't like filled like donuts
4: Greenfield. in general and He's also i love i, I am a, I,
2: the uh boston creams oh a beer and donuts your standard crispy cream donut is just too sweet it's too sweet really oh god dude i love a standard it,
0: like I had never had a fresh donut before until I had a freshly made, like, still warm Krispy Kreme donut, and that is the best donut I have ever had in my entire life.
1: Ooh,
2: too too sweet. <laughs> that's all
4: I can say. It's too sweet. <laughs>
3: I do like- I'm, I'm the, the guy who good.
2: likes your traditional, like, unglazed-
3: Like a cake donut?
2: Not even just a cake donut, just your, just, again, just a normal original donut, not even a super sweet cake one. Those are good. He just likes the fried dough. The
4: older dough. I get,
3: the less, the less sugar I enjoy.
4: Arranged no, in a sure. circle to look like a donut. It's actually
2: just cardboard. That's-
3: <laughs> no, no, it's-, it's a bagel. <laughs> it's a bagel.
2: I do like bagels more than donuts. So yes,
3: <laughs> if there's a box of donuts and a box of bagels, I'm going for the bagels every, every time.
2: time. No. I will usually I go will for, for the bagels as well. Because especially
3: if I have some chive, a, cream a bagel cheese. will last me mm. last longer in the fuel tank than uh, than a donut will.
0: Specifically, I will go for uh, a cheese bagel if uh, one is available like uh the uh einstein does mm. these fucking killer uh bagels that are basically the... just like caramelized cheese oh yeah i test. like the spinach
3: Those ones I, I like the vegetable ones Those i like the food garlic foods. donuts <laughs> the, with the to welcome garlic to, to welcome the to- this is my favorite <laughs> donut yes, podcast sorry, garlic <laughs> Not donuts, garlic bagel. We, we,
0: we, this is my favorite bagel contest. We uh, should
3: do uh, a one-off podcast. like donut episode. Just start <laughs> listing just donuts. donuts. <laughs> <There's> a, we're <laughs> doing a donut
2: tier list.
3: <laughs> Buckle
2: up, everybody!
3: <laughs> if we had to compare these classic video games to donut flavors, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, sure we're not BuzzFeed.
0: <laughs> well, I mean it's it's been a a, a slow news week. True. I, yeah,
3: it's because of how exciting E3 was. <laughs> yeah,
4: there was a little
3: bit of interesting news oh.
4: that I saw that wasn't video game related. um Because I am a huge Wheel of Time fan, oh, I and did. they're making an adaptation and yeah. they casted their first character. It's gonna be nine thousand seasons. Is, oh yeah, probably. But uh, they casted uh, they casted the character Moiran, That's hard to say. Moody. And it's uh, it's uh, Rosamund Pike. I have no idea. Did you ever see Gone Girl? Nope. Oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, Gone Girl's amazing, and she was yeah is really really good. I highly recommend it. Ben Affleck, Rosamund Pike, and uh, Neil Patrick Harris.
3: Oh, okay. Um, it's fantastic. I love me some NPH. N- Neil Patrick Harris played such a fucking creepy dude. Yeah, he did. It was really. Oh, it's it's off brand. Huh. It's off brand. Yep. It's...
2: but it doesn't surprise me. He has very traditional acting training. You know, he's very classically
4: and trained. He's, he's a
3: magician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> he's
0: an incredible actor, and uh, like uh, you can tell just in in his movements and uh, his diction. Oh, that yeah. he is classically trained because every single movement is intentional there's yep. nothing that is not fully thought out in in uh his i, movement I think and my
3: least favorite role that he played was barney in... i love i love Barney. i also just don't he's a terrible no I'm not person. a huge fan of how i met your mother um uh, i like jason siegel a lot but... i
0: am not a huge fan of uh, how how i met your mother ended but I am a huge fan of How I Met
4: Your Mother. I loved mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother. It was funny, and Barney was I, obviously. a I hate that a kind of character. show.
0: I absolutely well, I think hate that kind I of show. I couldn't get
3: into it because I just.
0: But it was well written and well acted. I and I love Jason Siegel. I love uh, Neil Patrick Harris, and that was Jason to Siegel carry
3: it for me. isn't an actor. He just plays the same guy in every movie mm-hmm. yep. and show he's in. But I love the guy because like he hasn't changed since Freaks and Geeks oh yeah no (laughs) he's that same dude and it's my favorite i just like to imagine that that's just what he became (laughs) what was the thing in
0: um in forgetting sarah marshall he wanted to do a musical the dracula 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 puppet musical and apparently the reason that he ended up in the muppet movie was because he is actually legitimately super into puppets Mm
1: mm-hmm
4: I still actually never saw the Muppet movie. As horrible as that is, I wanted to see it. It was pretty I didn't, good.
0: Didn't I mean, none of the new stuff holds a candle to no, the classic. But
3: I heard no. that first
4: Muppet movie was actually pretty the solid. the the one that came out in
3: 2011. The 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 Muppet movie was fantastic. But the second the one I heard was not good. A but bunch even of wank. Still, the Muppet
0: movie, like yes, that was great, and it was a wonderful return. But But it doesn't hold a fucking candle to like Muppets Take Manhattan or, you know, any of those great classic old uh, Muppet movies.
3: The great Muppet. Treasure Island Muppets. (laughs) Um, I hated Muppets in Space, but it wasn't done by the same people. So I love the Treasure Island Muppets. That's still my favorite. favorite, favorite. (laughs) I love the Treasure Island adaptations. I like that. But every time I watch it, I always forget that I hate the actor that plays that kid, plays Jim. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just like every time I watch it, it's like yeah, because it's all it's, all, it's, Jim's it's the same cycle of like I haven't seen this in a while. I'm gonna watch this because I love the me I love the the songs and Tim Curry and the puppets, and then the kids start singing and I'm just like ah. <laughs> Jim Jim is supposed to suck. He is
4: unapologetically terrible as a character in every adaptation and even in the original story.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was written by a. You know, Robert Louis Stevenson, who was really great at writing Pirates, but not so good at writing exactly. Little Boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, speaking, of, speaking of puppet governments, I did watch uh, Chernobyl this week. Mm. Ooh, I still haven't uh, seen it. I've heard really good things. It is excellent. Um,
0: I've heard really depressing things. <laughs> it is
3: excellent. Uh, excellently depre- depressing. Um, ter-
2: <laughs> if you expected sunshine out of that series, that was, <laughs> really
1: was
3: going Go in. <laughs> Spoilers! <know> <laughs> Spoilers! There's a lot of dead people and animals. Wait, people died in the worst <laughs> nuclear reactor failure in history. <laughs>
1: really? Are you <laughs> well, joking? I-, I-,
3: I particularly like the the pacing of the show because, like, the first episode is just visually terrifying because it's just like. It starts in the control room and then you just watch people get sick. And like my dad, my dad was pretty freaked out about nuclear weapons and stuff like that. And, and the, the awesome and terrible power of rate of, of all this stuff. And so I was raised with a fear of these kind of things as well. Sure. It's one of the things that, freaks me out yeah
1: i mean
2: your dad grew up during the cold war
3: yeah and like in the navy um and having to deal with
2: in the navy
3: he hated that song uh. I when i was a kid i heard it, and i was like oh this is a great song my dad's like i hate that song and then i when i grew up i was like oh that's why you hate
1: that
3: <laughs> okay um I get it but i digress um it's really 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 good really terrifying. Yeah,
0: I need to dive Don't watch down episode
3: that. 4 if you can't handle people doing what has to be done. Fair. Particularly with animals.
0: Um, from my understand so I don't remember the Chernobyl incident as it happened. Cuz when did that happen?
3: 86.
0: I yeah, I don't remember college, news then. coverage or anything <laughs> like that when that happened. Well, also, um, wasn't
4: it kind of under but that's was, the thing is coming like, up a little bit uh, a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, I, as i understand
0: <laughs> like the government tried to prevent it from like yeah getting well
3: up. so um and that's actually something and I'm they also
0: it. tried to minimize the impact and and what was going on when they had to acknowledge that uh, an incident had occurred yeah. they did were not Open and upfront about uh, what the fallout of that was.
3: Oh, absolutely not. Well, here's you know um, that the news reporting on that particularly is a focal point of the of the show. Show focuses on actual events, how that came to happen, and the clusterfuck of Soviet propaganda that really shot themselves in the foot when they were trying to get this taken care of. Because like. Um, the people that were on site or that were in charge of that reactor lied um, to the folks in charge of the cleanup like, oh, um, this it's the, this radiation level when it was, in fact, several hundred times worse than that. Hmm. And it's because um, of a lot of things. And the last episode of the miniseries, because there's five episodes, uh, so it'll take it. You could watch it in one sitting in an afternoon. It's like five hours. Um, okay so they're hour long episodes Yeah, hour and some change Um, and the last episode is uh, a courtroom episode of Hmm. them discussing you know um, who is accountable for what and things like that it's really interesting the acting is top notch um, and it's gross and scary and could not happen exactly like that again uh, which is comforting that's good. Yeah. And there's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know why Brooks liked it. <laughs> no, no, um, they uh they they got they brought in a West German like bomb diffusing robot to try to help clean up. But because the numbers that were passed along to the UN were the wrong numbers, uh it just like died instantly because it couldn't handle that much interference from the radiation. Oh wow. wow. Like there were chunks of radioactive graphite like on the roof. Hmm. Like the, the, when it blew up, like there was a firefighter that was, that handled a piece. Cause he's just like, Oh, it's just a chunk of debris when they went to go clean up. Right. He died. Like I think that day, good Lord, so freaky gross. You're going to see a lot of people puking blood and skin melting. And it's brutal. There's that picture that you always see all the
4: time on the internet of the elephant's foot, right? Oh Where, yeah, that's like the hero. Yeah yeah. Zero. yeah. The it's like if you walk in there, you will die. <laughs> there's you like just being near that yeah. like room. I think it's still highly radioactive too. Like isn't a lot of Chernobyl. Still pretty. I think off, so. Yeah. And, like I know that they have started opening it up again because they were like. At least I thought I saw a news story fairly recently where the, there's tours happening there now. But I know yeah. a lot of it's still ridiculously. I weird. I so I like, the remember there be being
3: for another like I think a couple like a couple hundred years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No
0: way. Uh, I remember there being uh, in the headlines recently. Please uh, for. Um, uh, the puppies? Instagram influencers or whatever the fuck to stop posing with the statue or some shit when they're visiting Chernobyl and like th- this kind of shit. Like uh, apparently influencers are being disgraceful or. Oh, yeah. Because they always are. Well, to...
3: you got you people fucking around in Pripyat, which is the, the town clo- that was close by them. Dude,
2: it. Uh, that makes sense because there's uh, uh, games about that. Mm hmm. It's like when groups of three tourists take selfies at Auschwitz. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Just don't. (laughs) Have a little bit of respect for something.
0: There's a, uh, I can't remember what the exact name of the series is, but it's something like Extreme Tourism.
3: Uh, uh, or something like that. I think I heard of it. Um, I think you're right. I think it's it is already rusting my brain out.
0: But no, it's actually oh, really it's, it's good. Okay. It's very good. It's not like,
3: oh, dude, it's extreme. <laughs> it's like I was picturing some like MTV show, you know, where they just no. like, yeah, what's up? We're here at Chernobyl, and we're gonna got a dog. So
0: in dark this case, tourist, dark tourist. That's ah. what it is.
3: Oh, that show.
0: And okay. it's. Uh, On one of the episodes, uh, he goes to visit Fukushima, and uh, um, there's like a okay. We know that this level is safe. I think it was like eight or something like that, and so they get to a stop. There's a dude who's running tourism, uh, a tourism bus through the areas impacted by Fukushima, and all of it's abandoned. Uh, and there's a lot of like hard military lines uh, around that area understandably so
3: there has to be
0: and uh, still um, a nuclear they disaster s- they stop at a point and the guy's like, I think you know it's fine and and we're we should be going and, like this is all it should be fine. everyone's got their own little uh, ge- uh ge- geiger counters yeah. or whatever the fuck and yeah, um so they stop at a point. Get off the bus, go outside, and it's like twenty something is the level, or some like it's it's much higher than what the the uh, dude leading the tour has led them to believe, and yeah, the, and shit, the, like it was. The holy shit! Yeah, really it, like
4: it's intense. So he's like. Intentionally misleading
2: for the extra
0: cash. Maybe I, I or he was really just know, stupid. Like yeah, realistically, that's probably more. He
3: was probably a fucking idiot
2: who's trying to make a quick buck.
0: Yeah, that's what mouth. it always
3: is. He, who either does, obstinately refuses to acknowledge, you know, the the effects of radio of, you know radioactivity on people. Um, he's like, oh no, it's fine. I've been doing this for a long time now. You know, and, and I only <laughs> have two extra fingers. Like, You know. <laughs> Uh, they, they said that, the cancer's that. benign <laughs> you know, that head, All 12 tumors that head, <laughs> that head growing out of the small of my back was vestigial apparently <laughs> <laughs>
0: No this this is just part of my Zaphod Beeblebrox cosplay
1: <laughs> Kill hey, <what's> me <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just had
2: one too many Pangalactic Gargle Blasters last night
3: Don't go change it
2: oh man i don't know man that just that pisses me off so much when when anybody when you're traveling the world even traveling within your own country sometimes you can go to places that have really somber connotations don't be that person Yeah, yeah no don't don't run around taking grinning selfies in a place where thousands to hundreds of thousands of people have died tragic deaths
4: and just That's just an no astounding
2: one, lack of like contextual awareness on your part. Don't no be that person. No one's interested
0: in your like peace sign smiling in Tiananmen Square. Take a know, selfie in fucking... your bathroom,
2: you piece of shit. Or the or if you're gonna take that, a picture, just take a picture of area on the on, like. on,
3: on, on the internet a few years ago in that certain forest in Japan.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, a very we're certain, not gonna give that person a any very idea. certain know, two first named uh, piece of shit um uh who
4: deserves to go fucking for some
0: ungodly reason didn't destroy
2: his career in doing that because he was already a stupid asshole and people like him for being a stupid asshole and
4: because his primary audience is preteens and they're fucking stupid assholes too (sighs) i
0: i would like to think that i was not that much of a stupid asshole when i was that age
4: I mean, I feel like we probably weren't. I know I wasn't, but there's a lot of fucking stupid assholes that are preteens and young teens. Someone
3: did pulled something like that. I'm just like, what? That's bad. Yeah, I don't know anything about this exactly, but that's bad. You know. Yeah. But I mean, we're all weirdos, which is why we're here. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. As um, a preteen, I can tell the the difference between a
2: corpse and a living human being. I know the
3: difference. (laughs) Yeah. Corpses are scary. Hence, stand by me. Yes,
4: yes. Is that how you learned that lesson?
3: (laughs) No. Will Wheaton
0: taught me that corpses are scary.
4: (laughs) You just went through life being Uh, like, corpses aren't that bad that you saw Stand By (laughs) (laughs) Me. Stand By Me was that turning point. (laughs) Yeah. This is the movie that showed me that
3: (laughs) corpses are bad. I do love that movie, though. It is a great movie. It's a good one.
0: Uh, as I understand, I mean, so Stephen King is uh, technically the most uh, successful author in when you gauge that by the number of uh, uh, things that he has written that have been turned into movies or miniseries. Yeah. He's had more mm-hmm. than any other author. Uh, uh, of his writings turned into films ha, and take and that, films. God!
4: How many, how many books has he written? Uh, more them. than sixty-six. <laughs> Um, it's kind of easy to win that award of being the most adapted author when you've written more books than pretty much anybody else.
2: Sure, <laughs> but also, like, he, he doesn't also have bad the, books. Consistently yeah. good exactly. Books. He has consistently written that many books, and they are They're also good. good. That is an yeah. important distinction to it's make. Amazing. Yeah,
4: Because,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, L.
0: Ron Hubbard wrote a lot
4: of books, too. <laughs> and he got a religion out of it, I think. <laughs> I think that he might win or lose, depending on your viewpoint,
3: I guess. We all um, lost that battle. Did
4: you know that L stands for Lafayette? No, I did
3: not. L- Laf- Lafayette Lafayette L- Ron Hubbard. E. Lafayette Ron Hubbard. His uh, name starts
2: off strong and just gets boring immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh,
0: Stand By Me was the first film adaptation of a uh, Stephen King book uh, where he actually like cried. Uh, in the theater uh, in, in screening their really? representation of, of his writing. Uh, it was the most moved that he has ever been by a film adaptation of, of something that he wrote. Didn't
4: that one win Best Picture? I oh, I have really, no idea. I think it did. I,
3: think it was I know it made like me the movie movie. cry the first time I saw it.
0: It's a hell of a fucking movie. They did a really killer job. And it, can, it when you're familiar with Stephen King's work, Um, it's hard to... Im- in the same way that... like. I remember being shocked when uh, I learned that Shawshank Redemption was written by Stephen it, King. It's just hard to imagine
2: Stephen King crying, also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Shawshank Redemption is the reason why every now and then someone will be like, Oh, Brooks was here. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not going to kill myself. Oh. Oh. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, man. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't know that. Like, yeah. There's a lot of movies that I watched growing up where I was like, these are great, these are great. And then, like, looking back, I'm like, oh.
2: Yeah, everybody just thinks
3: he's a horror author. Stephen King. He's not. No, like, he no, is he's, he's just phenomenal. a
0: great fiction writer.
3: Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Stephen and King fan. And
0: his son is following in his footsteps. Is he? Uh, yeah, and he
3: changed his name, so he, wouldn't, he couldn't yeah. write it right off the glory uh, of his The box. movie
0: uh, Horns with uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe right. is Stephen King's Did you son. ever see that? I did. It's very good. I actually good. liked
4: it. Yeah. I was... I was very happy with it. I him. enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I think that Daniel Radcliffe's coming into his own as an actor. He's actually done a pretty good job.
0: I think that Daniel Radcliffe has done a lot to separate himself from just being, being that Harry wizard Potter. kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's done well in doing so. Didn't he do a movie where he was just a corpse the
2: whole time? Yes. yes. And it was amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious. What it is was, the fucking name?
0: I can't remember the name of it either, but it's him and Swiss Paul Army Dano. Man. Swiss, Swiss, Swiss Army, Army Man. man. Him and Paul Dano, and the soundtrack to that is amazing I will
4: well. watch anything with Paul Dano in it. I love Paul Dano. He's so fucking good.
0: It was a great movie. Have we you never him seen in, it before?
3: Little Miss Sunshine.
0: Of course you haven't. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. We're going, to, <laughs> we're going to have to watch this movie because you are going to enjoy it because it's, it's basically just a shitpost. He
1: but propels it's a himself by farting. He,
4: he, he has a body that he ri- literally rides through the ocean, and it's farting. That's how it. Is.
0: <laughs> Interesting. It
4: him <laughs> Through the ocean, <laughs> it is. It
0: is a shit post of a movie with just enough emotional
1: drive to uh, <laughs>
0: to uh, give it, uh, you know, meat.
4: Okay, F- flesh for shit.
0: I mean, it's it's you're basically following one dude, you know who thought that he thinks he's going to die, you know, and he's got this corpse who is now suddenly magically providing everything that he needs for him.
4: It's cast away with magical realism and a dead body instead of a and instead
0: of And the whole a- and a time Daniel corpse. Radcliffe is just dead.
3: <laughs> and a wizard corpse. Yeah.
4: It's what a fucking great, what a strange idea! <laughs> it's fucking great, yeah, it's amazing. I remember,
3: I remember reading about it when it when it, before it came out, and I was like, "What the fuck yeah, is I, this?" I saw
2: the previews for it, and I was I was a little baffled. I was intrigued, <laughs> yeah. but baffled for sure. No, it's, it's on it is a brilliant film.
4: It's on Netflix. It's where I watched it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, since not a lot has been going on this week, um, actually, no. Uh, before we go on to uh. Me asking you guys what you've been playing and what you've been doing. There's something I got to get off my chest, and this may be some. Does this need to be saved for rants and raves? I, or... I I am at a point where I I feel like rants and raves don't necessarily need to be a thing because because we I, always get we them just out just in, the in the middle of the, <laughs> Honestly, of the episode. Rants and if we save it to the like end, we have of... to force it to some small amount of time. True. Like, there might be more that needs to be said about this shit. So, I, I am speaking, I, I completely recognize that I'm speaking from a uh, point of privilege uh, when I talk about this annoyance. Uh, I am a homeowner now, and this is something that, you know, only homeowners are going to have to deal with uh, specifically. Well, I guess not necessarily specifically in Arizona, but uh, probably in other places as well. I have started looking into uh, getting solar panels installed on the, on the house. Ooh. Nice. Uh, because I, I, I think about that's the, the smart fucking thing oh, to do.
2: The companies don't like when you try
0: and do no, that. No, they nope. don't,
2: apparently. How nope. dare you try to be responsible my, about the plan? My parents already tried to do this, and a long time ago it was that they would give you a break for getting solar panels. Now the power companies will actively shit on you if you yep. try and get solar panels. So, uh, I first off,
0: I started working, uh, um, like I had got an advertisement, clicked on the ad window, whatever. I'm like, yeah, of course I want solar panels, but all of the solar panel companies feel like used car salesmen. They all yep. feel super scammy and super skeezy and it's just not great. So I started doing my own research and just found a highly reviewed company, uh, called Zenernet and uh, reached out to them and uh so the first point of contact the dude was really nice very uh you know didn't talk to me like some sleaze bag. uh and i because i had contacted them on a friday he's like oh hi jack uh he was like um nope <laughs> Jack, this is not the place where you're going to get love. Just keep talking. So, um, I uh, uh, because it was a Friday, he said, "I'll you know look into mocking up you know a build on your house, uh, and I'll get back to you on Monday." He mocked you. <laughs> so um, Monday rolls around, and I uh, didn't hear back from him. And so I a couple of days later, I follow up in an email I'm like, "Hey." Uh, hadn't heard from you, you know, wondering what's going on. I want to keep the ball rolling. And he says, uh, the person who I was, uh, speaking with, uh, working with at SRP, uh, has been out sick and, you know, SRP provides my power. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, uh, you know, I've been kind of delayed. Can we schedule a call tonight? Yeah, sure. Uh, so he never calls me, uh, that night. I give it five more days. Email him again. And, uh, no response. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt because you're so highly rated. This may be some sort of fluke, but what the fuck? Five days later, I email again. I go, if I don't get a response, I'm just going to go with another company. You know, the only reason that I'm giving you this much of an opportunity is because you're highly rated. I, I assume that this, you know, something must, you know, be wrong. Yeah. I have no other point of contact with the company aside from this dude. And um, so a couple of days after that, I still didn't get a response to that last email. A couple of days after that, I get a an email from the website that I found this company on, bestcompany.com. They're like, Review ZennerNet. I'm like, Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes.
0: So I give them a one-star review and outline. In detail, just all the points of communication where it failed and where it, where it fell and 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 everything. Yeah, that day I get a call from the CEO of the company, and he goes, "Look, this is not he, this person who you've been working with has been moved to a different part of the company, and uh, uh, this is not you know how we are. This is not what we want. You know your experience to be." He goes, fucking name your price. As long as I'm recouping my cost, name your price. Five dollars. Tree fifty. And um, so I I was appreciative. He goes, I'm gonna set you up with our our best uh salesman, who actually is. He goes, SRP areas are the most complicated areas to get solar in. Yeah. Because it's not worth it most of the time, and he goes, but one of my guys has figured out how to make it, you know, more worthwhile. Okay, so he sent me up with uh, this guy, and he uh, mocked, like, did a screen share with me, mocked up, you know, where the panels are going to go on the house, and uh, um, went into. He goes, this is why S R P is complicated. SRP, when you go to solar, has a uh, demand fee. And that demand fee is if you're on solar and you use over like between three and seven kilowatt hours during peak hours, then uh, you will get a demand charge of, you know, so for the first three kilowatt hours, you'll get a demand charge of $7 something per kilowatt hour, which isn't terrible. Uh, And that just shows up as a demand charge on your bill. For anything above that, you know, three kilowatt hours to like up to 10 kilowatt hours, I think it was, um, you spend something like $10 per kilowatt hour. So to put that into perspective, off-peak hours, it's like 15 cents per kilowatt hour. Yeah. So uh, that means that... I looked at my hourly, right? Uh my hourly breakdown in SRP. My peak time was during an on-peak time and it was like 10 something or 12 kilowatt hours. And uh so that would mean that I would have an additional demand charge on my bill of like
3: $130. Just because SRP just for sucks an ass hour, just Jesus. for an hour. Oh yeah. Well, my, so my, my brother, uh, worked in solar for a couple of years, uh, as an installer and as a sales guy and stuff like that. And he was, he's told me since you know, since he started working there, he's like, yeah, it's, it's fucking awful with the way, the way that they're treating this concept when in all actuality, it'd be much smarter for SRP to just jump on the bandwagon and and be like, yo, um. you know, you're in our neck of the woods and, you know, we'll get you a good rate and we'll do we'll do it like this, you know, and we and, and we'll, we'll you know, we'll have a guy out there whose job it is to maintain your solar panels. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic.
2: We live in a state that has no humidity, almost no cloud coverage ever. It is just pavement and sunlight. And death. There is no reason to not be able to have solar panels. Yeah.
3: Every square inch of property should be covered in. We should have so much electricity that we start doing stupid shit with it. Yeah, I will <laughs> say
4: say this. I think part of the reason is because SRP is looking at you as a or people who have private solar solar panels as a competitor because they do. Yes, they do have their
2: own solar that's program. The problem. That's yeah. what the problem exactly. Yeah. They're literally just trying to monopolize on the power. That's but all they're trying. to They're the monopolizing is, solar they're as blessing. well. Is what I'm saying. When
0: solar was introduced, you could you could sell your excess that you were uh, generating back to the fucking mm-hmm. power company. Yep.
1: Yeah, it was and great. it's
0: not like that anymore.
4: So because they have their own solar power now, and they're trying to make it so you use theirs. Because I can, I, I'm signed up with them, where it's like 50% of my power, or not 50%. That's too high. I don't remember the exact percentage. But uh, does come from solar on their end, and it's like slightly more expensive, which is bullshit. But uh, I can
3: uh, he was, uh, have he farm that. grown on a solar farm.: okay.
0: I can have the panels installed just on the flat part of my roof um, uh, and offset 46 percent of my power consumption. Wow. There's no
2: fucking excuse. No, there, is no excuse. there is no excuse. To, 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 corporations want your money. but it, it, so It's not an excuse. don't care about the planet. It's an idea for why this is the case. Like,
0: <laughs> even in the past week or so, or I can't remember, but uh, someone with a power company oh, said something uh, around... Uh, uh, well, I'm not talking about that thing. Ah. Uh, but uh, someone... Um, Uh, uh, affiliated with the power company said something along the lines of uh, we have to make these charges because they're they're like we're making less money so this is how we have to compensate for that no no that's not how that fucking works you're making less money you change direction you don't penalize the people who are forced to use your
2: service who's going to stop them you're forced to use their monopolized service yeah
4: SRP is, to be, and... SRP is supposed to be non profit. It's supposed to be a non profit. <laughs> really? It's supposed to be. Uh,
0: but a, to it's, the it's, point of the APS thing, what Brooks uh, mentioned, uh, uh, APS killed a person because they cut their service off yep. over $51 of non payment.
3: Is it was an old person too, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. It has led to, I think there's legislation getting pushed through now.
3: But I'd it's, it's getting, only yeah. applicable to APS. Is it it's only not, SRP does
0: not fall under this uh Well, SRP,
3: so when I was, when I was in my first place, I made the mistake of going with the Empower program. You guys familiar with the Empower program? It's the worst thing in the fucking It is the worst thing in the planet when your air conditioning, when your power runs out in the middle of the night, you know, and you're asleep. And you're like, fuck, because you have to put it on this card. Anyways, um, they had uh, – SRP has been more responsible about stuff like that. So they uh, they wouldn't kill our power if the temperature exceeded a certain threshold. Sure. And it was pretty reasonable, too. So, like, there was a couple of times where we ran out, but the power didn't click off because it was, you know, 4 o'clock in the afternoon in August, and um, – which gave us time to go and get more, put more money on that, on our, mm-hmm. on our thing. But, um, when I read about that this week, I was, I was kind of mad. I wasn't, I was, I was mad. Yeah. Those
2: companies don't care if and, you die. They just want your money.
3: Yeah. And there, there was actually a protest, uh, f- I don't actually read anything about the protest itself, but there was one scheduled, uh, for Thursday. Cause there was like some event that, that the, the CEO was going to be at. And there's a bunch of people out there with signs and, Giving them shit because they don't care about the safety of people. Yeah. Just care about the safety of their money. Yeah. And I, in I,
0: Wisconsin, they have it very clear that you cannot cut off uh, uh, vital services uh, during winter, and yeah. they have very specific set dates. And it you cannot be. have your power turned off between like November something and uh, like March. Something. People
2: would fucking die.
3: Yeah, it, it people is, would it fucking It is so die dumb. It, too. it should be people in this in, that people in this state uh, consider air conditioning to be a luxury item
0: which is ridiculous because it's not a luxury item yeah. in Florida it's a requirement in Florida yeah
3: it, it's the it's the only reason we can live in the desert Yeah. well the thing
4: that's bullshit too it's these laws these laws are so inconsistent to consider it like a luxury because with property management in Arizona if your air conditioning goes out um the property if you are you're, you're renting property management company is required uh, it's like i think they have like a, a one day response time and that's it like they have to get you fixed if it's in the summer like yeah, they had to provide accommodation. even when
0: when the ac went out on my car like they i took it to the dealership and and they recognized that it was going to take them a while to do it like they didn't have the parts and stuff like that Yeah. so they my car was otherwise perfectly functional it just didn't have ac and they said we're going to give you a loaner no one would give you a loaner for a given the, the loaner car with with ac uh, in the Midwest, because no, you wouldn't need it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, out here they recognize we're not going to make you drive around this car that you bought from us if the AC's not working.
3: It's it's just, it's dangerous. You'll have a heat stroke. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm stop stop helping appropriate my culture business. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it's it's ridiculous. Like you know, I I get that the goal of a company is to make money you know like business commerce you know making making a profit as opposed to a deficit is kind of the goal um, but the you know I'm really tired of folks letting companies get away with Murder. like hurting yeah with hurting yeah. other people just because yeah. they want to make a buck off of the fact that you know oh no this old person probably forgot to pay their bill. Because that's always what it is. It's, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, um, and then and she died. In
0: that case, never mind that. So like what she was behind was like 200 something dollars. Yeah. She paid $200 a couple of days before the turnoff. Yeah. That's why they the headlines are saying that she was shut off over $50 or 15. I can't remember which it was. It was some dumb amount. It was some, some dumb amount. amount. And worth and more
3: than a, less than a life
0: she had already paid the bulk of what she back
2: back owed, yeah, and it wasn't enough to keep a p s from turning off her power yeah the, the the problem isn't that companies need to make a profit. The problem is that the profit line is never drawn past inhumanity, yeah you yep. know it just it you keep making more money, no matter what the cost is, and if people die for your company to, to go up an extra couple million, cool, it doesn't matter. you don't care about those people, they're fucking dead.
3: It's bullshit. Well, those people uh, couldn't afford. We couldn't afford to pay for a luxury like, uh, you know, cooling or electricity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're they're like living
0: in a reasonable temperature where the sun sleeps. Yeah. Their <laughs> <laughs> their uh, oven that
3: sits atop a, a plot of pavement. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's stupid.
4: Capitalism.
3: Yeah. Woo! No, guys.
4: Obviously,
2: we're just not using the free market right. We just have to move out of the country. Move out of the state. Like, go somewhere else where you yeah. can be comfortable. Go to Canada if you don't, don't like. The free market. Just uproot your whole life when you're a retired old lady so you can live somewhere that's more comfortable for you. I'm sure that's really affordable. Hey, it's the American way. The market dictates.
4: Laisse laissez faire. faire, let the market, or, or, as the market wills. What does that mean again? I forget the exact translation. Anyway, <laughs> <You're a fool. laughs> high school was so long ago.
0: All right, now that I've got that off my fucking chest, now let's chest. talk about video games.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was your serious portion of the podcast. Um, what have you guys been playing
3: this week? The game I, of I've... capitalism in its late stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've been playing. Uh, I've been on a. Uh, I've been on a, a financial lockdown when it's come to, when it comes to new video games. So I've been playing old stuff that uh, has no chance of a sequel in the next, you know, two months. So I've been playing, um, I've been burning through Mega Man, uh, the, my Mega Man legends or uh, zero collection bleh, on my DS. Cause I was like, you know, I, I, I it's been a while and, and I had to rest, uh, brush up these skills. So when Dan plays it, I can mock, I can mock him. <laughs> um, uh, side note: ABD that, that it's just Mega Man Zero. Yeah, ABD. But um, and then Mega Man Legends too, because they're never gonna bring Mega Man back from the moon ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck up there now, guys. Just counting moon rocks. I'm sorry. Just throwing rocks. I'm sorry. Moon, see as far moon as can Mega's like... in the localization. <laughs>
0: Every time you see a shooting star,
4: That's just it's Man. just
0: Mega Man throwing moon rocks at uh, earth. Hey,
4: still up here. Come get me. All I have is a stupid monkey. He's, he's trying anytime, to throw him to, so they, they spell SOS out in the fucking sky. Anytime,
0: anytime there's a meteor shower, he's just reached his limit and he's really frustrated up there. And he's like,
3: ah! well, ah! I got his cheese. I haven't chat in a month. <laughs>
0: well, you're a robot.
3: He's super fighting eating robot. He super eating um, robot. <laughs> it is canon that Mega Man Volnutt from the Legend series. His favorite food is pizza.
1: How
0: Radical. Ra- <laughs> so clearly, he must be an efficient enough android where he's utilizing every single piece of that. Yeah, and does not have a def- have I, to defecate.
3: I, I maybe it's it's never really made all that clear. Um, you mean, I mean, there aren't occasional bathroom that, There's stops no today. shitting minigame. <laughs> his favorite food is pizza. <laughs> Every uh, level and a and half, you have to stop he, and his just discharge. His, <laughs> his name, his first name is Mega Man, because so he was found as a baby. Oh, he was found as a baby by oh. Roll and her grandfather, Doctor Casket. I'm not light. This, this is this is Mega Man Legends. This is the end of the Mega Man timeline. And she's like, we should name him after my favorite video game, Mega Man.
0: Okay, so he's uh, not actually Mega
3: Man. He is, uh, no. Um he, No, he's not. He's not Rock. Do you want me to tell you what he actually is?
2: He's never going to play it. Go ahead. Okay, all right.
3: <clears throat> so, me- Volna. Thank you. Volna, or Trigger. Um So, at the end of the Mega Man timeline, this is after Mega Man Zero and ZX, so... The fall of civilization, blah, 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 or whatever. So uh, most of the planet is covered in water. It's like, think like the Wind Waker kind of sure. vibe, but um, everyone is looking for something called the Mother Load because there are these refractors, these like energy crystals that people draw. Jail crystals? From. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
0: Let's charge some crystals. Yeah, <laughs> crystals.
3: Um. So, People are, that that's a power source and currency, small crystals, big ones, power machinery, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's looking for this, you know, this stuff. People live in cities and kind of have normal lives. Not like big ones, but like little towns. And uh, people can find these refractors and make a living off of being what they call diggers, which are... Whoa. Diggers. Whoa. Yes. Easy. Uh, <laughs> excavators
1: <laughs> the youtube algorithm is listening that,
3: that explore hey I mean you know someone I'm just rewound right, so. the podcast did <laughs> you say
1: <laughs> Yeah.
3: did you um, say um, anyways that was uh, a hard R I'm sorry the, ah! the D word um, so they explore these ruins and find stuff from the old world blah 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 but there, there are robots from the past, down there, protecting stuff, and so being a digger is a hazardous job. Why it's why Mega Mega Man has a gun in blah blah blah. But M- Mega Man uh, Trigger slash walnut, um, was from the previous civilization. Uh, he was a unit created to destroy all carbon-based life form. So he's like a okay. he's a purge unit. Um, An absolute unit. Yeah and so um, Through a series of events in infighting In this thing he gets reset And turns into a child Just because of Mega Man or whatever. Okay um, And that's when they find him and kick him off He has no memory He's got this little monkey dude That you kind of like save the game through And yeah. is a, a comic annoyance the entire time like, Named Data Named Data who's a monkey Okay sets fire to the kitchen in the second game which is why you have to start dumping a bunch of money into the renovation of, the, of your ship it's really funny it's stupid and i fucking love it <laughs> um but you know he finds out that his destiny was to purge the carbon-based life form off of the planet you know off of the planet in lieu of this technological civilization that existed and so he is torn between well th- i'm going to do the right thing and keep the all these my friends alive uh, and I have to deal with all of this bullshit, so same as in the back here, please be Mega Interesting. Man.
0: Interesting. Oh, and so something it's, about not, the Mega it's man. not really mainline. No, not in at any no, no, no.
3: It's it's the uh, it was cited by the creator as the end of the Mega Man timeline. All Mega Man games end up there because you just parts and pieces of every timeline just kind of wash up on the shore. Okay. So um, one of the junk items. Cause you can find a bunch of junk and roll roll is like basically your engineer. Um, and, uh, assists you on the calm when you're in a dungeon, uh, and helps build interesting, weird weapons that you have to cobble together. So it's not fighting a robot boss. That's a dude that you take his power and you use it against sure. other things. It's that I, found, I had already got, I found this bowling ball, And uh, a a schematic for a thing and a metal tube. And now I have a gun, a cannon that shoots homing bowling balls um, or bazookas or uh, just like stuff like that. And you have like cool ones that are like, yeah, homing missile thing. Fuck yeah. But then you have the weird ones like um, uh, the, uh, well, the drill arm is just kind of a drill.
0: Uh, (laughs) Okay. uh, Uh, Let me guess it goes on, on, on his arm
4: yes okay it's actually that's a common mistake uh it actually goes on his big toe
3: oh oh i thought you were gonna say <laughs> something else and i was gonna say that. you know if you haven't yeah. seen if you not seen tetsu they call the, it an arm Tetsuo but you the know Iron Man. That size uh, <laughs> you know but uh, uh one of the things that you can get um there's a hundred question quiz that you can take at a schoolhouse if Is you get did? every question right no fuck-ups you can uh get something uh labeled as the z saber the, the, I'm sorry, the really the Z saber right and no you don't actually use it like zeros like like zero because of course not sure. it, it, it is a component in a weapon called the blade arm that is like the most op weapon in the game but it costs so much money to upgrade to a point where it's even worth using it that it's kind of one of those like ah, i'm gonna save this for after i beat the game you I do it because around. you want to yeah because you care huh interesting but, yeah, right. it's a lot of fun. A lot of good... Uh, and meanwhile, pirates. Uh, there, there are uh, pirates because, of course, there are. The Bond Tron Bond. Yeah, the Bond family. The Legos. The, the Legos. The Servbots. Who are very funny. Uh, and you can kick the shit out of them if they're running around.
2: It's great. You blow up the tank they're in and it drops a little Servbot on the ground. And you just run around kicking him.
1: Yeah, you just <laughs> a,
3: yeah it, it, it's great. And you fight a bunch of pirates and uh, bird guys. And it's uh, definitely a worthwhile experience. It so is the Mega Man franchise. What you're franchise. telling
0: me is it's not a Mega Man game.
3: No. No, not at all. Not at all. But that's why I like it. Because it's like, it tricked me into buying it because it said Mega Man on it with a guy that looks like Mega Man. But it ended up being more of like the Sonic Adventure of Mega Man.
0: You're not selling me on this. <laughs> I love Sonic Adventure. I hate okay. Sonic Adventure. Sonic Adventure
2: is amazing. <laughs> hate Sonic. I, Adventure. I do think it's oddly fitting with how all of the timelines converge on a Mega Man Legends that it's not reminiscent of any other Mega Man game. It just has all these callbacks to. The yeah, Mega you have Man little game. things
3: like everywhere that's just like, hey, this is Mega Man. But the, the gameplay is, is just, the part game, of the history. Like, but. yeah,
2: the gameplay is just as unfamiliar as the world is now.
3: Yeah, and it's you know. Um, I think it closely, at least the ruins and the the, the reaver, They call them reaver bots. The reaver bots that you fight all resemble stuff you'd find from Mega Man Zero.
1: Hmm.
3: Okay. So like, um, and once you play Mega Man Zero, you'll it'll it's like a connection because like I, I did Mega Man Legends two and then Zero, and I was like, oh, oh okay, everything here, okay yeah perfect. This is all leftovers from Neo Arcadia. This is a cool thing. I'm gonna be super into it. Hmm.
2: hell yeah yeah
0: fair nice.
3: enough and that's enough time for me <laughs>
0: how about uh you guys what have you been playing
4: i played more assassin's creed odyssey it is a lot of fun i am not near as far into it as i want to and i think i'm going to be very boring over the next few weeks because you're just gonna that's be playing all that. i'm going to be playing yeah. i did buy final fantasy 7 on my switch today though so i will be sprinkling in some, because I actually have never finished Final Fantasy Really? Oh, hell yeah. Y- you're so gonna have going to, to you're
3: gonna have to deliver reports on your I'm, progress. I'm going yeah, to. <laughs> I might put a little pause
4: on Assassin's Creed Odyssey and go through Final Fantasy 7. You I mean, no you one should. Should get a gold, was,
0: golden chocobo and then we'll...
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. super hyped about the, the new game looks fucking phenomenal, so I figured I should yeah. probably
3: not be a complete poser. I actually know a lot of folks that are doing the same thing right now, but either... They played it back in the day and haven't picked it up since, or they never finished it. I never finished it. I, I should pick it up. Oh I, man, I, I beat the shit. I, out I, I'm at the a final game. boss, but like you ever get to the point where you're playing an RPG and you're like, okay, I have to do a bunch of grinding before a final boss, and then you don't pick it up for a while and then it's ruined. I'm pretty sure that's the story of the C7,
0: you don't grind before the final boss. What you do is make sure that you have bred a golden chocobo. You get knights of the round, and you get mimic and or mime, and uh, you use knights of the round and mime because mime does the exact same as what has just been cast by the last party member. Mm-hmm. So you do knights of the round, and then you do knights of the round, and just keep at it. And that's
4: how I beat it. Oh. I just want to say that reaching the final boss or reaching that the sounds so boring and just losing Especially and losing interest in your game in the game is pretty much the
3: story of Ryan's RPG video game career. I mean, if you can beat a boss <laughs> like that, then hell yeah. I just never thought about that. Cause like, I just kind of, cheese.
0: that was so like back when it came out in 97, mm-hmm. th- that's what we were talking about. Uh, you know, like my friends told me about that. Like, Oh, no, you got to do it this way. And that became like just the way that you beat mm. Final Fantasy VII.
4: I kind of miss those days when you talk to your friends. Like, oh, man,
3: I'm stuck here. Well, oh, no, you got to do this. What you the fuck do you this. think we're doing right no, now? No, but you, you it's like, okay, you got... When it was a necessity and not... It was a necessity to <laughs> go and
4: talk to each other about how to beat a specific part of a game. Yeah. I miss those days. Now it's like, internet. <laughs> and it was still that to an extent, you know, when, we kids, when I was
3: a kid too. That's it was on was you forum, for but it was doing
2: like, that though. Nobody fucking makes you look it up
4: online. You choose to do that. He's not
2: wrong.
3: Yeah, Tyler. I'm waxing
4: nostalgic and you guys are just being assholes. (laughs) I've I've always felt
2: this way. People who have this weird nostalgia for talking to your friends about beating games and complaining about looking stuff up online. Well, don't look up stuff online. Yeah,
3: I still talk to my friends. That requires extra effort on your part.
2: (laughs) You can literally just choose (laughs) not to do it.
3: Yep. I, I, it's I will, a resource I will, that I will not I will look ignore up an, if I need an to. I FAQ after I've beaten a game if, like, I'm aware of, like, okay, there's this, like, thing that I have to do, what's the sequence of events so I can f- finish this, because I don't want to spend another 20 hours running around talking to people, collecting specific items and blah, blah, well, blah. Well,
0: I thing, think, like, realistically, uh, nowadays, it doesn't work as well or the same way, uh, because, first off, we're all older. We don't have as much time to give to video games. Secondly, there are so many games Mm -hmm. that were not, like back in the day, I could be guaranteed that my friends are playing the same games that I am. Yeah, That's no longer the case. We
3: all got the same game. Because there was only a handful that we were interested in in the first place, and
4: that's more what I'm waxing nostalgic about. More less than less complaining about the internet being there as a resource. Oh, so, more just like we're so, all playing the same game, and like oh, I'm stuck at this part. Oh, you do this, and then like so you're, that you're, that kind of dynamic. You're
3: nostalgic about a about a less saturated market.
4: Kinda.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: And I can see that.
0: Uh, the I can see both the pros and cons of that.
4: It's not like I'm disappointed that there are more video games. It's just a specific part of there being less. That was great.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I liked it when there were less because I didn't have choices to make. It is, <laughs> there is
4: a certain element of like choice paralysis nowadays, though. Where it's like. No, I'm with you on that <laughs> one. That's <laughs> called being weak. It's because
3: there's, like,
1: <laughs>
3: there's just so much stuff, and like uh, I don't want to miss out on this stuff except that I'm going to miss out on something. <laughs> and if I don't choose anything, then I miss out on everything, but I don't have to worry about missing out because I know I will for certain exactly this is my life when buying games
4: (laughs)
0: that's why i just buy them all that's why i just play the old games you don't play them
4: you just have them no
0: i play a bit of them i get to them eventually
4: you basically are like you're you're a video game hors d'oeuvre servant you like you get the platter and you just servant um, servant (laughs) servant You just get it you get the platter and you try a little bit of each you don't you don't get the full meal you get the you get the it depends laps, example, he's doing the he's uh, doing
1: the
0: the for example for example bloodstained having come out this week i'm 10 hours into bloodstained uh, and it came out on tuesday yeah, you, you, so you want to tell me that i'm some fucking order no i'm just picky <laughs> something sucks me in bloodstained is a revisit to one of my favorite formulas you know freddie fish symphony of the night (laughs) symphony (laughs) of the night and and uh uh, metroidvanias uh that came out in that tone in the wake of symphony of the night heavily influenced by the that stuff I uh are my favorite type of game
3: well they're fun you can wander around and just kind of you just wander around and you're like what's the next weird fucked up shit that i'm gonna see what's the next boss that's gonna instantly kill me And Bloodstained is like
0: a combination of Symphony of the Night and all of the GBA titles and the DS titles where, you know, uh, they took elements from some of the later DS titles that had, you know, some quests, which aren't really required. They're not. You know, meaningful oh, yeah. or anything, they just reward you with some things. Uh, taking hit, elements from the uh, Soma Cruise, uh storylines in in uh, Game Boy Advance, where you absorb uh, a piece of uh, the enemies. you have a chance to absorb a piece of the enemies that you kill and they become that's your magic. Uh, and elements of Symphony of the Night in that everything is is elements of Symphony of the Night at this point. you know, like Symphony of the Night. Nailed that formula so well and really set very specific standards that, uh, you know, uh, are just so, so valuable and, uh, help that, that genre a lot. Yeah. Um,
3: nonlinear, hardest fuck. Infinite replay
0: Exploration, though. all kinds of weird shit. You know when you're in the wrong area when you die real
3: quick. <laughs> yeah, when you just get crushed. <laughs> um, you
0: know, it's <laughs> it's just fun. It you know, looks really cool. Leveling, equipping, you're not, you know, it's a Castlevania game where you're not relegated to a very specific weapon, and all the weapons have very different attributes and uh, force you to change the way that you play if you want that damage boost. Um, you know, things like that. Like, if you want that heavy damage early, that means that you're taking on a two-handed weapon that's going to take a lot longer to swing. Yep. And that means that you're going to have to change the way you uh, approach encounters as a result.
3: Do Do they have a library like they did in Symphony of the Night? They do,
0: but the library is kind of a, uh, combined with the clock tower.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, there are very familiar levels in this. I would I always
3: uh, have, have some library cards in my back pocket if I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so like, I wouldn't have to reload my game. <laughs> and
0: there's a vampire in the library who is the bookkeeper, and he will loan you books. And oh. those books give you passive uh, stat boosts. Well, hell yeah. Uh, but you have to return the books. Uh, but over oh, time... twenty cents a day! Over time, you get... Uh, um, you're allowed to check out more than one book at a time Oh, that's and, and stuff like that okay. um but it's it's really really neat and it's it just goes back to all of these favorite you know games of mine that if there's anything that i'm a completionist of it's those games
1: and yeah I, I
3: don't know what what it exactly it is about game titles like that like in the Castlevania of anyone's that compel me to do everything I don't know what it is, cause like there's some games where it's like I can just burn through the main the main quest and all right I've had enough of this yeah but Castlevania is just like no there's got to be something else there's got to be something weird over here but yeah I mean
0: Bloodstained has all of the areas that you know of as Castlevania areas it's got you know the main entrance it's yep. got the bell towers. It's got the library and clock tower kind of mixed into one. Yeah. It's got the underwater area. It's got you know just everything that you will be like, yep, that's in Castlevania. Yep, that's in Castlevania, and the music is almost exactly directly influenced by Symphony of the Night. Like the boss fight music sounds almost exactly oh, like yeah. the boss fight music. From well, Symphony like
3: of the I Night. I played the uh, the other one the the um uh <clears throat> Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Yeah, Curse of the Moon is great. Um and uh I I didn't finish the fl- the last level I think just cuz I got burnt out with dying so much. <laughs> um but I mean like even that like uh was She took all the best stuff from the old NES platformers and and I knew I knew I knew that this was going to be uh What's the Bloodstained uh what's the what's the subtitle for this one? Um Something of the night. Orchestra of the evening.
0: Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's blood stain Curse in the Moon, and then now there's... And I just had it up. Bloodstained,
3: Rondo of Ritual blood. of the night. Ritual blood of the rondo. night. Uh, uh, I I mean, I've been excited about this. The only reason why I don't have it right now is because I'm saving up to buy a Switch. And hopefully they'll port it to that. Is that...
0: That's on... Uh, it is coming out on the Switch uh, this coming Thursday.
3: Oh, okay, fantastic. Cool. Then I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <clears throat> what have you been playing, Dan? Uh, So, blah, 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 Devil May Cry. Non <laughs> sequitur, <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. The blah. only
2: quick thing about that is uh, I'm just getting into some of the fun stuff, like going through missions without melee weapons equipped and just using guns or dumb shit like that. The uh, <laughs> only thing I can think of is more Space Station 13. <laughs> I had. We a... still
4: need to do a Space Station 13 thing with us. Yeah. All four of us. I had a particularly
2: interesting shift as the bartender, where, uh, as I've said, I play this character, Tyson Muggins, and he's a piece of garbage. (laughs) Uh, I went into the dorms, and I stole a toilet from the dorms and wired it into the bar, and uh, I called it giving it the Tyson Touch, where I would make cocktails and leave about five to ten units of space in the glass and put some toilet water in it and just put it on the bar. (laughs) (laughs) So not that much you're
4: modeling this character after your real-life bartender. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Um... So I, I I just made I filled up the entire bar top because no one was coming out just filled it up with boogers. that's a, that's a drink by the way oh. rum cream banana and watermelon juice. Oh that sounds horrible And then <laughs> I would throw up I would I would two or three of like the 15 I had on the bar top would have toilet water in them. So people would come in and just like drink and leave. Someone would come in and drink and their character would just throw up all over the floor. (laughs) I had the captain come in with his flask, his command flask, and said, he's like, I want to die. Can you make this happen? So I just filled up his flask with whiskey and toilet water
1: and handed it to him. Uh,
2: I got fed up with it, though. Nobody was coming to the bar. I got bored. I couldn't shitpost at anybody. The bartender spawns with a Russian roulette revolver and you can only point it at yourself when you're holding it. You cannot shoot other people with it. And uh, yeah, I went into the back and wrote a suicide note in my in my room and the gunshot was so powerful that it blew my head off of my body. So when you were looking at the bartender's back room as a ghost, you saw my body, my head on the floor, and a suicide note that you can read as the ghost that I can say, a man can only make so many boogers before he finally fucking snaps. Please make the screaming stop.
1: <laughs> uh... that, that was it.
2: <laughs> Otherwise, most of the other shifts didn't have like great moments, but... Yeah, you know, it's a fun game. I fucking love that game. Fucking ridiculous. We
4: need to do this. We need to yeah. do this.
2: Yeah, we do. When uh, well, we're still trying to get our server set up because standard operating procedure is a pain in the ass to write up for all the departments. Uh, maybe I'll take you guys on a tour. Shove Tyler down the disposals. Yay! Something like that. We'll see. Sounds cool. like my child. Well, we will have to record it. Yes. It'll be weird, though, because we'll, there's only one person per client, so we would have to have multiple different recording instances to make it work. Yeah. I mean, we can make that happen.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: wait, wait, wait. There'll wait.
0: be some work, but we can make it happen.
4: I'm excited.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, uh, we have uh, come to the end of uh, the podcast. Say
4: it ain't so. Whoa, whoa. Ugh.
0: Actually, we came to the end of the podcast about 10 minutes ago. Oh. So. Well, that's better. <laughs> yeah.
4: But uh, like they're paying for. Or they pay the same price for more content. They, they paid
0: nothing and they just get more because we keep talking. <laughs>
4: more free podcasts!
3: <laughs> and you could unlock the final 10 minutes of this podcast if you go to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one. It's just Dan screaming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 minutes of. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you for watching and listening, everyone. We will see you next week.
3: Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.
0: again.